And I'm with my co-host Matt O'Brien, and this is the podcast. Is this what you want? Hi, it's me, Matt O'Brien. It's waiting for me to uh, to be introduced per I, usual. I, in, I literally just said I'm here with my co-host Matt O'Brien. I know. I was just waiting for you to, to say my to name. Stop talking. Every time I'm on a podcast, I wait until the host says my name, and then I start talking. Me too. Um, but I said your name. I would like to be on a podcast someday where the host never says my name, and I sit there quietly for an and hour. And you just never talk. And I just never talk. Yeah, it's always so weird when you're on someone else's podcast because you don't want to step on any toes, but sometimes they have a really long intro and you're like, yeah. fiddly-doo, fiddly-dee. Or sometimes you're on a podcast and they do their promo in front of you, which is something they could do any other time. I've been on podcasts yeah. where they, like, they'll, before they intro me, they'll, they'll be like, hold on a sec, I gotta, hey, tune in next week when you have blah, 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 and then subscribe to this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting there for literally 20 minutes. I'm like, you could like do you these sound this bites any after. other time. And listen, if you're that person, fuck you. Yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> and if you are not that person, but you know this and you don't know, what has that joke? Okay, go? listen. <laughs> if <laughs> how does that stupid joke? The whole setup okay. Go? To bring you behind the scenes of stand-up comedy, there is a running hack bit where it's. Um, it's like everybody hey, if, has that friend. Everyone has that annoying friend. And if you don't have that annoying friend, I got news for you. You're, you're that the friend. annoying friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's the base level version of that joke. But I've, we've heard like transitions of that or different, different variations of that joke yes. where it's like, if you got a friend that has shit covered, like shit on their face, everyone has that friend with shit on their face, right? And if you don't have that friend, you got shit on your face. See, I it's like, easy to I write like that how joke. you... Uh, Said the exact same example again. Like, people people got it. If you got a friend with mayonnaise on their face, everyone's got that friend with mayonnaise on their face. I don't know why it's always stuff on their face. I don't know. Sometimes but, uh, I talk and I get a little bubble in between my teeth and I wonder if people can see it. It's because you're disgusting. I have a gap, the tiniest little gap in Where? between my teeth. Because in the I front? Fl- in the front. But then sometimes, but it's so small, you'll never see it. But sometimes when I talk, a little tiny bubble and I can feel it. Goes in between my my Gross. two front teeth. I have a gap, and I used to not. So I had a larger gap, and then I got braces. Yeah. And then my retainer broke because uh, I, I had like a wire at the top, and then um, classic nerd situation. Yeah, classic. And then that broke, and then I got the wire replaced. But then I got massive jaw pain because my teeth had already shifted a bit. So I got the wire off, and then I got a retainer, and I don't wear the retainer anyway. Long story short, now I have a bit of a gap. Yes. The and pain of having braces, like teeth pain from braces. But even like kills. the aftermath, like I had that bar on for like over a decade before it broke. Yeah. And then my teeth in like days yeah. shifted a little bit. It's not the same gap as it once was. But anyway, I have a bit of a gap now. And sometimes like I swear to God, like my tongue will like get like caught in it. In the bar. No, no, no. The bar's gone in the right. gap. In the gap. It's like such a small gap, but like mm. it's small oh. enough that stuff can get fucking I'm jammed in there. I'm touching all my teeth trying to find out what's going on in there. I still have a bar on the... Isn't that crazy? When I was Sh- 16, I got my braces off and then yeah. I got a bar put on the bottom and I still have that bar. I wore a retainer until like, I want to say five years ago. 
No, you didn't. I uh, you remember when we first started dating? I had a retainer. I'd wear it every yeah, we now and then. First started dating in 1992. It's yes. been more than fucking five years. But I would dabble in this. I'd feel my teeth shifting, and you jam and then it. Then I jam it in there, and then I remember I found it like under a coffee table or, or some like under the couch and i'm like oh there it is i should be wearing that and i actually was like i should wear that again but i'm like no it's been floating around my apartment yeah who gives a shit's ass and also one of my teeth pushed back and i just went to the dentist one day and i was like can you just put extra fake tooth in front of it and he's like yeah it'll cost you yeah I'm so like, i remember when you got that it, yeah. and you call it your rhino tooth it's my it's rhino really tooth thick. It's thick as hell because my one tooth pushed back, but then he just layered fake tooth and painted it to make it look like a real tooth. So I have one very thick tooth. Yeah, because for him to like shift all the teeth, that would have been so expensive. Oh, yeah. But now I got this thick old tooth, but it looks fine from the outside. And it, I never noticed it, but you're right. Like when you were on camera or stuff, because the tooth was shifted back, it looked it made a shadow and it looked like you just had like no tooth. Yeah. My first Just for Laughs taping, you'll be able to see it. Uh, you can see it. It's all, I can't watch it. Because it looks like you're I'm, the only one who notices that. It looks like I fell off of a bike onto a <laughs> pylon, and the pylon knocked my tooth out. Which true story happened to me when I was a kid, but no bike. I was playing just, soccer. Okay. As a kid, I'm just picturing you just walking down the street, falling <laughs> into a pylon. I was walking normally. I fell face first onto a pylon, knocked my teeth right out. Now I was playing soccer. I was a goalie, and I remember at the time I'm like, I want to be a good soccer goalie. I remember thinking this. I remember I can't fucking bubble in between my teeth. Did you see that? No, we are in a dim room and I'm fucking far away from you. Anyway, I was like, I want to be good at soccer. I want to be a good goalie. I feel like I could, be, I could be a good goalie. And I remember someone took a shot and I'm like, I'm going to do everything to save this ball. And I jumped and I landed face first on a pylon and it knocked one of my baby <laughs> teeth out. And, How old were you? Uh, I don't know. Fucking nine, ten. See Soccer, soccer is the devil sport because I feel like people get hurt in it. I played soccer. Yeah. Um, f- I feel like maybe I was 11, 12, and I played defense with my good friend Bonnie, who I'm still friends with. Yes, Bonnie. And we played defense, and we, we called ourselves the trip and kicks. So, like, one of us would trip one of the players, and the other one would kick the ball away. It was very dirty. I believe it. Very scummy. And also, then, what a good childhood uh, friend name. Bonnie. 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 The trip and kicks. Wait, what's Bonnie short for? Bonnie. Bon Boniver, Boniver, Boniver. Are you best friends with Boniver? No, it's just Bonnie. Anyway, we're the tripping kicks. And then uh, one time, our our team was undefeated. Nobody ever scored a goal on us. And then our goalie was gone. So for whatever reason, I played goalie. And I remember I got a ball to the face. And after that, I started wearing glasses. I don't know if it was a coincidence, but I was convinced that the ball fucking made me blind. Yeah, maybe. Like I got a ball to the eyes. Jostled your fucking rods and Ron cones around. Ron jostled my eyes. Yeah, Ron, if you Ron jostles a comedian. Uh, yeah, a Canadian comedian. <laughs> if you want to talk about Canadian comics, um, but yeah, but uh, but also someone scored a goal on me, so we ended our season. We still won, but like, I let a goal in. The prepubescent body is a delicate thing. It can't be jostled around in such a way. It's uh, you don't know what no. uh, kind of permanent damage we've done to ourselves. Soccer ball to the goddamn cornea yeah that's like when i i flipped backwards as a child over a bench and i've my my calf muzzle turned around ew and then like it i felt in a way that my calf muscle like twisted around and i remember going to the doctor and they were like it would have been a lot easier if you broke your leg this is gonna take forever to heal i was on crutches for like almost a year like it was nuts 
That's insane. And that's got to... It, it explains it a lot about tra- you. It explains a lot. I don't know what it explains, but it explains yeah. something. It's well, when I was a kid, I... I I've had a lot of head trauma. Yeah. And I was like... You had head trauma the other day. You smashed your melon in the goddamn fridge. I was getting fucking little potatoes out of the crisper. Yeah. And then I stood up too fast and smoked my head on the freezer. You... And then I, I literally, like, I hit my head and then I fell back comically back like legs in the air like mrs doubtfire because it happened so fast i hit it so hard and was in such shock yeah fridge one you zero <laughs> you act like a person with a bigger head i think you <laughs> in a past life had a huge head and you still have that uh mentality I, wouldn't it mean like I act like a person with a smaller head? So my the actual maybe size maybe of my now head you're in the, the big way? yeah you're right. So now you're the big head person. My head's not that big though. That's the thing, but it's bigger than your maybe past. Maybe in a past head. life I had no head. You had a pinhead. Yeah, <laughs> I have a pinhead. I can t- I can speak from. You don't have a pinhead. I have a round pin little head compared to m- the rest of my body. I guess so. And little feet, little Very tiny, small feet, baby size your feet, tiny little. Yeah. <laughs> My what? <laughs> My tiny little personality. I have no personality. It's no personality and no penis. Can you imagine having no per- penis or personality? <laughs> if you have no penis, you better have a personality. Yeah, but if you have neither, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably like live out in the woods, like where if we are right no now. If you have no penis and no personality, that's that's what a serial killer is. What a pleasure. I'll be. Uh, but honestly, no penis. Get this thing out of here. Sometimes I'm like, get this. Uh, get this thing out of here. No, like, we, I've talked about. We have talked about this. I've joked about this. Penis, <laughs> no balls. Yeah, I would take the penis, penis no isn't balls. The, problem, the, it's balls the balls are the worst. The balls are a nightmare. Jostling these things around, I can't, can't <laughs> think, stop saying jostle. But they just they fumble around and they just lean. They're like two lazy, Susan's. fucking <laughs> idiot dudes that hang out in your pants and they just lean on each other. Sometimes they lean talk on the legs. About a hack joke, bro. Oh my god, this is one hundred percent the cool brother and his two idiot fucking friends. Textbook you know? hack bits. I'm gonna write a book on hack bits. Is this what you want? Do you want me to write a book on hack bits and then get? All of the stand-up community pissed off at me. The people that still do these bits. Listen, what I was trying to—I was still talking about my head injuries. Eyeballs yes. are so lazy. Oh my god! <laughs> but as a kid, because you were talking about, or we were talking about childhood injuries, my very first like major injury—I still don't understand to this day. Like I was like two and a half, and I think I was like jumping on the bed or something. Yep. Why someone would let a fucking two and a half year old be out of their sight just? razzmatazzing on a bed yes but i was in my parents bedroom uh the one that we you know you we've been in because we fucking live there now but the blanket box not the, the dirty way listener no 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 Ew, no um your dad's listening <laughs> no but we like you know what bedroom so that better i was like bouncing on the bed or something like that and i fucking flew off and i smoked my head on the blanket box that big oh, wooden box. box but now i have to get stitches like like who my mom family or whatever and i was bleeding do you have a scar yeah somewhere i think i think this scar above my eyebrow is blanket box is blanket box scar if you ever in prison that would be the worst story ever You'll call me blank box, <laughs> <Yeah>. motherfucker. <laughs> Other prisoners are like, I got knifed in at 7-Eleven. You're like, oh, I got uh, just bullets. blanket box as a toddler. Yeah. Blanket box almost took me out. And then you point to the top of your head and you go, fridge almost took me out too. Yeah. A lot of inanimate f- household objects oh, are about yeah. to Oh, yeah, and then the out. scar in my hand, big scar in my hand if I from a knife. How's that for a show? You fight different objects in a house and the objects <laughs> always win. <laughs> <laughs> then I am going to fight the dining room table. 
Uh, take it on the front lawn. Give it a few good whacks. And then cut to 20 minutes later. And you do this, sir. Uh, the table had a good, uh, too many legs. Too many legs on that thing. Of course the table would win. A, a dining room table come to life? I have no chance. Well, because, yeah, it's got four lambs versus Maybe like two. a lamp or something I could take. I could uh, smash a lamp. A lamp? A lamp's got that bulb, though. A lamp lunges yeah. at you with bulb like first. A hot bulb? Right in the eyeball. That's what it would do. It would smash, and then it would electrocute you, and then you're toast. Yeah, if the objects in our homes came to life, we're fucked. Yeah. Toaster would take me out while we're saying toast. Uh, it would sneak up on me, go real hot. Yeah, it would jump jump in with you when you're in the bath. It, yeah, it would jump in, or it would, it would put my dick in it somehow and sear it off. And then see, part of me would be like, thank you for taking this thing off me. Get this thing out Quit of here. wishing your dick uh, away because your dick's <laughs> literally going to fall off and it it's going to be upsetting for everybody. Uh, what, other, what else could I beat up in the house? The microwave. I don't know what's going on in a microwave and I don't know if I could beat oh, it Oh, the microwave is going to kill us all. I was picturing the other day, I was like, I was a little high. Wow. And I was like, could you take the microwave technology out of a microwave and point it at somebody? Like, take it out and then, you know what I mean? Wherever this no. heat is coming from, use it as a weapon and point and blast the microwaves at somebody. Could you do that? I don't know. And do what? I don't know. Like, if you're stuck in your house and I need, you're like, I need a weapon and you're some sort of engineer or scientist. If you need a weapon, take the fucking microwave and chuck it at the perp's head. That could be. If the perp <laughs> was you, then it would take him out in a second. Absolutely. Because you always come in head first. <laughs> <laughs> Just head first. I don't care who's coming in. If a burglar comes in right now through that door, and head I first? fucking if I <laughs> head first, ass first, I don't give a shit's ass. If I chuck a microwave at him or her, yeah, or wow. them, oh wow, they'll die. Um, that could be the most intimidating way to burgle a place. Head first, <laughs> just screaming head first through a window. I'd be like, take whatever you want. I think it's funnier if someone burgles your house ass first. They just, they just <laughs> back up, up, in up your with house. their ass. <laughs> Like they're bare ass, they're picking stuff up? No, I think they just back into your house and they're just like, ooh, hey. <laughs> Naked ass first? Yeah. Well, yeah, you're not going to touch them because of the naked ass. Uh, there's videos online of guys doing that in, in street fights. They strip naked. Right. And then the other guy goes, no, 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 I can't fight this. I can't fight a naked man. Oh, one of the logs also, just Also, most over. people burgle houses when they don't think anybody's around. That's right. Have they you been burgled? Have I been burgled? As a child? What's the most, most you've been burgled? I have not been... I don't think no, we haven't been burgled, but I remember there was a series of burgles ah. on our street and you know that like big green, like dark green door and it has that window with like sort of like a metallic thing that was punched in. So you're talking like, about at your, ho- at your my parents' home, house. My parents house. Yes. You're talking to me like there's not also other people listening. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But we're talking about have you ever been burgled? Yes. I'm like you know that that got that got punched exactly. So yeah. wait, no, shut up. We're, we're talking about childhood home being being burgled. Yes. And if I'm explaining a door, oh, we didn't the, say the childhood home thing. I said have you been burgled in any capacity? Well, no, except for this one. Anyway, except fucking, some guy punched your door and then your dad got upset. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that's they the tried same. to, but it was too it was too hard to burgle. Too good a door. What make is that door? You should look up the make of that door. It's old as dust. Yeah, you should maybe review that door on old Yelp doors, or something. Old doors fucking go the distance. An old door it probably wasn't a company, it was probably a man who was yeah. like, I make a good door. An old man made an old door and now he's dead. Yeah. End of story. Maybe he went door to door want? and was like, I could burgle this door. How about I make doors you a door? Doors for sale. Yeah. Be unburglar girl, door, door, burglable doors for sale. Have you been burgled? 
Are you talking to me right now? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. You know this story. Have yes, I talked about this in the you've podcast? You've talked about that. Have I talked about it a million times? I don't know. You've talked about it to me a lot. Yeah, we got burgled. Uh, I think I talked about it already. Yeah, it was right after Christmas. I think I was maybe 10. They stole all my Christmas presents. It was a nightmare. It was, it was on a farm. And it's because that's the thing. You think you're like, oh, I'm in a big city. I'm going to get burgled. That's what most people think, right? Being in big cities. Here's the thing. Did you get burgled or yes. did like your parents just make it up for the insurance money? Wow. Also, they listened to this. So heads up. <laughs> uh, did not happen. Burgled I for sure. I just keep thinking about like the Simpsons episode when Bart accidentally fucking like melts all the presents. That would be very funny it. if my dad dressed up in stripes and a burglar outfit and burgled himself. Because I'm just thinking on this farm like that's that's a lot of effort but it How was far is this like driveway to come down there it's to get long the- but there was no one there it's the perfect place to burgle and let me know if this is what you want we should change this pos- podcast to best places to burgle no because this is good tips if you're looking to burgle something a farm because it's out in the middle of nowhere no witnesses you can make as much noise as you want they knew we weren't home so they could take their time oh they knew you weren't i thought you were like in the house no 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 apparently they'd been watching us for weeks and then the wet documenting our comings and goings and then they came when they knew we weren't there and uh and then they burgled us we got burgled big time burgled hard but we had insurance for the record i don't think your parents actually burgled your place for the insurance money i know but it would make a cool movie i think um Yeah. yeah like if at the end of home alone they were like Kevin, we set up the wet bandits. Yeah. We were trying to test you. Kevin, I'm the wet bandit. Yeah, the just Joe Pesci takes off his mask and you're like, it's, it's Catherine me. O'Hara. Mommy. <laughs> it's me, mommy. Listen, uh, we've been yapping a long time and uh, you know what? It's been fun and I think it's what you want. But sure. uh, it's chappy hour, guys. It is chappy hour. Right now it's 832 on Thursday, January yeah. 21st, A little 2021. Bit late. Whoa, the 21st of <gasps> 2021. Yeah. What is that? 012121. I don't know. That's all right. But it, it's 21st century, too. Whoa. I mean, no, that's still the year. 21st century? Yeah. That's all right. I don't fucking know. Listen. It's chappy hour, but it's it's not so much chappy hour as it is a night chap. It is a, quite so we, the we night chap. We have had our dinner. Yes. And now we are having a night chap. And uh, what are we chapping? I'll tell you what we're chapping. We're chapping the same damn thing. Two glasses of, of red wine. Uh-huh. Okay, so oh, this always fucks me up. So it's called Boronia. It's a Rioja. Or is it Rioja? We'll never know. Tempranillo 2018. Bottled by Bodegas Baronias. Christ. There's too much information on this shit. A velvety smooth tempranillo with uh, delicious strawberry and raspberry aromas and ripe fruit flavors balanced with subtle hints of vanilla. This wine can be enjoyed on its own, which we are doing, or the perfect match for red meat dishes, which (laughs) we are rebels because we had this with chicken don't tell anybody but we had red wine with chicken tonight do not call the cops do not try to burgle us chicken wings chicken wings and the double one you know when you buy wings from the grocery store and because usually when you get like wings at a place they're like the drummy and the what what are the the difference between the wings what are the two parts you got your breasts no 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 no. in the the chicken wing you got your wing yeah you got your there's like the <laughs> drumstick and then there's like the, the, the two the, boner. The two boner. Yeah. That but this one, 
because they're connected, right? So this is the one that's like connected. Yeah. So it's like a double whammy. The thing with the two boners is a lot of people will double hand it. I one hand. I always eat wings with one hand. Because I like an extra hand for a clean hand for beer drinking. Everybody loves a clean hand for beer drinking. Sure. But I feel like I just can't get in there like I like. You can bite one bone off and you can kind of rip it like like an old coyote in the woods. See, I like to rip it apart with my hands. I have seen people suck the meat off, like put the whole two boner wing in. It's upsetting. It's quite upsetting. Uh, there's no. many ways to do I'd it. I prefer to rip off them with my hands, and then when I go to pick up my beverage, I pom- I like I hold my two palms together, yeah, and I and I bring it up to my face like like that. Which is uncomfortable. Why wouldn't you have one clean hand, one beautiful no, clean? No, because hand. I just like to get in there. Oh, I'd love to sit at a bar and just get stinky and eat wings and watch a sport I, I don't care about. As good as these nice? wings were, they're not the same as like. Going out Hot in a boat. Hot wings from a fucking bar. A fucking friggin' bar. And then you're getting like a fucking shitty ass draft beer. Yep. And then you're fucking shitting your brains out the next day. It's There's nice. a segment for you. What do you miss from the old world? That's a bit uh, no. kind of. <laughs> no. Do you feel like we're kind of on the last leg of all this? Doesn't it feel like we kind of are? Or we're on the worst leg? I can't tell what leg we're on right now. We're new leg where we we're all i think we're all kind of used to it yes now and there is hope for the future but i'm not like i don't think anybody's like well in a month everything's gonna be back to normal because it's not and i don't think it's ever going to be fully back to normal knowing what we know now or or going through what we went through no it's going to be very weird for a long time right now is especially weird because there is some vaccine out there and also, a friend of ours just messaged us today, who lives in California, and he's like, I called this hospital and they had leftover vaccines and I got one because it was first come, first serve. And I'm like, what is happening? Well, it wasn't leftover, but it was It was basically the hospital got a bunch of vaccines and they didn't have enough freezers yet. Yeah, which and is they're crazy. Like, uh, these are going to go bad. Who wants them? They're like 65 and older. Obviously, that was always what it was in California. And then... The rest first come first serve. So he yeah. showed up at six a.m. I think he was like the first in line. And I he don't. Got it. I don't know why. I when I pictured the vaccine rollout, I pictured it going so smooth because the yep. it's affecting the whole world. Like I literally pictured the government going the vaccines out, and there's so much of it. Get in line. Like we'd just be in a long line, and we'd all get it, and then things would go back to normal. I definitely pictured but everywhere. It it seems like it's. I feel like the UK kind of had it together. But then Maybe? what you were saying when like Biden came in also, yeah, Biden just got inaugurated. Fucking yep. Trump is gone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shangela. 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 Um, but Biden came in. He's like, all right, let me uh, work off of uh, what you guys have started with the vaccine rollout. And they're like, what with the plan? And they're like, yeah, there was no plan. Yeah, they had nothing. Literally um, nothing. Crazy. Crazy time. But still, it's funny we're talking about this because this is my first Throughout the whole pandemic, my first bit of wanting to go back to California, which we have been in Canada for a while. Yes. And I'm lately I've been like, let's just get back there and get shit fucking settled and figured out. Because I think what you said, not getting used to it, but knowing how to navigate this new world of like, I got to wear a mask. I got to fucking not to hang out with people. I got to do this. I got to do that. Yeah. So I'm like... 
we can just do that and still get our lives back on track, you know? It just feels like at this point, especially now it's like coming up on a year, it's like, well, what are we doing? We have to make a decision. Yeah. And I talked to you about this. I'm like, I I would not feel comfortable deciding, you know what, we're going to stay in Canada indefinitely. Like, I'm not ready to do that no. in any capacity. And yeah, I we- want... I want, that's why I want to go back, but it's, it's hard because it's weird and, uh, it's hard and weird, but, uh, I have learned to be confident in my decisions. I've discovered, I've done some self-reflecting and maybe this will help you out as well. If you think about your, your choices throughout your life and you're like, I'm still alive. I'm happy. Relatively Uh, (laughs) (laughs) healthy, kind of. Uh, and things are fine. And I made all, all my decisions have led up to this. And I, you know, I got to trust. You got to trust. Everyone's always said, trust your gut. Yeah. You got to trust your little innards, your gooey innards. And I, I do. I want to be back in some kind of warmth. And, and like we said, we worked so hard to move to the States. Yeah. And I'm not ready to say goodbye to that. And also, I want my skin to not be dry as a bouquet of lizard dicks yeah. for one second i feel like my skin I, I told my skin when i got to california i was like you are in warm climate now baby don't even worry about it for a second and then i brought my skin back to canada and it was like you how dare you you dumb bitch i'm gonna crack on you so hard and it's old crackly crumbus uncle mumbus is my uh, skin and it needs speaking to speaking of crackly crum- crumbus uncle mungus uh and fucking dog dick cold winter yeah we uh, now mm, are uh, we're in a full winter situation did we not mention where we are no we're so we're at a cabin in the woods again yes we're at a lovely cottage uh because as you know we had problems at our last airbnb with the noise and it, maybe you've noticed this week that i'm louder i'm yes. actually talking at full volume because last yeah last week we recorded in that apartment in toronto and it was paper thin walls we're so done with apartments oh my god am i done with apartments i can't fucking be comfortable both neither of us can be comfortable because it's just like we're so conscious of other people i don't want to bother other people people don't give a shit if they're bothering us and that's a big problem yeah i just hate it so much and what we've talked about on the podcast before First, I think, remember we made a deadline on our podcast about our sketch album? Here we go. Is this what you want? Uh, We talked about recording our sketch album for so long. We're like, this is the deadline. This is when we're going to do it. And then we figured at my parents' place, there was no good place to record. And then this place in Toronto, because it was like work-friendly, blah, 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 quiet, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we'll do it there. Obviously, that couldn't happen. So this cottage now, literally, hello. Hello. There's fucking nobody around. Beautiful. It's got more room than we need and has a massive closet. Yes. And guess what? We fucking recorded every single one of our fucking sketches. We recorded an entire sketch album in a wooden closet upstairs, and I think it sounds great. It sounds really good. I was skeptical. I was reading over my sketches. You're more a sketch writer than I am. I'm loosey-goosey with my sketches. They're written literally in my iPhone notes, and they're... The, some Minor of the characters final draft yeah final draft um but i think it turned out really good i don't know i'm concerned excited many things but i feel very accomplished and also i feel like we've been, we've been fucking working our dicks off 24 mm-hmm. 7 
I mean, I so wouldn't say 24-7. I mean, oh, God, it was perfect. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but we put a lot of work into it, and I hope that it is something. I think it will be fun and exciting. I think it's fun and exciting, and I'm just glad that we finally got it done. And just being here, so we're, uh, for the listener, we're at a, a beautiful cottage near Barry's Bay. Combermere. Ontario. Yeah. Madawaska Valley. Oh, yeah. Um, And here's the thing. So I, I want to... You know what? Maybe no. Maybe this is a good time to go into warm and fuzzy. Could be. Let me look at the time. It's a great time. To go oh, warm and fuzzy. It's, well, it's time for warm great and fuzzy. Great fucking time. That's enough time. Okay, so I have, I have a, I feel like I have a series of warm and fuzzies. Oh, good. Because, I mean, I'm easily annoyed, and I love to complain. Uh huh. <laughs> we all know that. Fuck you, man. Okay. But I also love to give praise. Like uh-huh. I love when someone gives like good customer service or someone is lovely. I like to tell the world and whoever, and I like to reward them. You know what I mean? Of course. I don't because I I feel like I do that for other people. I like other people to be happy, and yeah. Anyway, so this whole Airbnb thing. Our host, even though it didn't work out, she was actually so understanding and couldn't be nicer because we could have gotten a real bitch who would have been like, fuck you, you're not getting any kind of refund. So my Airbnb host or our Airbnb host, thank you so much. Like that was just to deal with someone somewhat lovely. Yeah. And then scrambling to get find a new place, this cottage. Um, I don't remember... If this, if we talked about it in our, on our last podcast, but I had another cottage lined up, I'd signed the contract, everything. And then the guy called me last minute and was like, yeah, just so you know, you gotta, you gotta park this place and you gotta bring your bags down. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? I'm like, as long as it's quiet. And he's like, what do you mean by quiet? I'm like, <laughs> quiet, I mean, quiet. quiet. I just want, I'm like, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to hear anybody. Like it's a cabin in the woods. Like, yeah. I, I need quiet for work. He's like, well, our cabin, which is nearby, well, it's under construction. I'm like, absolutely not. So went back to the drawing board, scrambling to find a place two days later. And then this place that we found, it's like a five-bedroom cottage. It's huge. It's fucking massive. Yeah. And it's way out of our price range. But I just messaged this woman and I was like, look, this is our price range or our budget. We're only two people because this cottage can sleep like 10. And I'm like, I understand if you don't want to rent to me for this price, but just thought I'd ask. And she's like, I can do this price, which was like a little bit more expensive than I had said. And I was like, fucking sold. Yeah. So So we got this place for one week for the price, basically for the, what we would have spent for two weeks at the other place. We got this place for one week, but we got a refund. It all works out. It comes it out in the wash. It all comes out in the wash. And the fact is we actually, we got to get work done here. So that's, yeah. and also as soon as we got here, I'm like, I feel like I can breathe again. Oh, and it's yes. fucking nice. There's nobody around. There's literally nobody. And there's a frozen yeah. lake and we went There skating. are two guys ice fishing pretty close. Oh my God. They're not close at all. I'm going to tell them to fuck off. <laughs> you can't, you can barely see them. You cannot yeah. hear them. No, they're fine. But one last warm and fuzzy. Okay, so I'm this woman who rented the cottage to us who was so who's been so lovely and we had a nice little chat back and forth and she's like, Oh by the way, the lake's frozen, so bring your skates. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I don't have skates. 
And then I was like, fuck it. I want to skate. So I, uh, Canadian Tire was having a sale on skates and we, it was so last minute. So I was trying to do curbside pickup, but it was like, it won't be ready until the next day, which was the day we were driving here. So I called Canadian Tire and I was like, Hey, how does this work? And the woman was like, put some other one put me, put me through to the manager. Yeah. And then I spoke to the actual manager who was so fucking nice, like dropped everything she was doing, found the skates for me, greeted me at the door. And then I got home. They weren't the right size. And then I had to come back. She did the the, the refund. Her name was Dollary. Dollary. I was like, Valerie? She's like, no, Dollary, like dollar. I'm like hell yeah, <laughs> she was so helpful, and I on then she's like she gave me the receipt and it's one of those things like do our survey and you could win a thousand dollars to Canadian Tire or whatever. Mm. Whoever reads the survey is gonna think that I'm obsessed with yes. this woman. Dollary is beautiful. Dollary is fine. Dollary is perfect. Such an amazing review, and I was like, Dollary deserves a raise. The whole staff at this Canadian Tire, what they're doing is amazing. <laughs> like I was, I I felt misty eyed as I was writing it because I was like, this woman goes to work every day, and just gives amazing customer service, and especially like in this time where everybody's on edge and everybody's having a hard time, and she was so she made. It's so easy and went above and beyond. That's nice. Oh, it was really fucking nice. I and I and I I hope that I hope that head office or whoever fucking rewards her and her staff. Mr. Tire, Mr. Canadian Tire, Mr. Canada Tire, a giant tire with a mustache. Whoever owns like I wanted Canadian to tire. tip her. I want to be like, can I give you some money? But they can't accept money, and it would have been weird. I know. I was getting real emotional at the beginning of this whole pandemic, and I started trying to tip uh, retail workers, and they were like, no. I'm we, like, I'm sorry. I love tipped, you. Uh, we tipped Amazon workers because this was at the time where they're like, at the beginning of the pandemic, where they're like, only order like essentials. essentials. Yeah. And we had just ordered two wigs, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, we ordered a lot of wigs. But we ordered wigs right when the and then they're like only essentials and then so when the man delivered the wigs i was like here's ten dollars to my business (laughs) it's kind of essential i know but it's not like fucking toilet paper or something i know it's changed now but at the time yeah Um, anyway what's your warm and fuzzy i don't know i keep i've been thinking a warm and fuzzy the inauguration made me feel warm and Mm. fuzzy that was exciting that was nice. Even though not, it's not like everything's fixed. No. It was just nice to see some kind of normalcy. Because I'm a big news head. You know me. You love the big news. Big newsy. Love watching news. Uh, you know, obsessively going to every news site, spreading it out, trying to get all the news in different areas. And then watching that and seeing some kind of normalcy and seeing a man that can finish a sentence in power. And it was nice. But then... They'd be showing it and there'd be like military on the sides of the streets and you're like, eh, everything's fucked up still. Yeah. But there's a hint of some kind of hope happening through that, which is nice. And I hope that feeling continues. Yes. Um, and and I know that, and I know there's issues all around. I know no candidate is perfect. Yes. But like first woman VP. Great. That's so f- And nice. woman of color, like it's actually fucking huge. It's huge. And I was, I, I even tweeted this because I kept trying to tweet things. I'm like, Lady Gaga was singing and I tweeted some dumb joke. I kept tweeting these dumb fucking jokes. I'm like, what is the point of this? 
I'm like, I keep trying to tweet something stupid, whatever, but this is actually so nice and I'm emotional and this is just like a beautiful, nice moment. Yes. And I, it sucks that our comedian minds, yes, there's always time for jokes, but sometimes I'm like, just shut up, put your phone away and enjoy this. Which is, could be leading into my uh, cold and stabby actually. Whoa. Because I, another part, another warm and fuzzy is that I guess this, this could, yeah, let's thread the needle on this one, I guess. Sure. So I had a tweet that went a little viral. Nice. Which is nice. I hate even saying that, but it got like tens of thousands of likes or whatever. And it's a dumb tweet. I literally wrote wrote it with one hand as I was playing video games. Didn't know anyone would see it. It really popped off. Yeah. And so underneath the tweet, I was like, hey, if you really like this, I used to be a stand-up comedian. I don't know what I am anymore. Can you follow me if you enjoy this? Yeah. Like 10,000 people did. Which is insane. It was crazy. It was actually nice. And that's your cold and stabby? It was nice. I'm like, this is so nice that people are like, wow, I like this guy. I would, I will follow him. And I was like, I've worked so hard on Twitter, especially my entire comedy career. I used to have a podcast about Twitter, for God's that's sake. That's true, called Rehab. Yeah, where I'd be like, the most important part of this industry is social media. and you got to be on it. And go hard, and I, I would, I would analyze it and study it, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy though. They have twenty thousand followers, and I guess you could say that's part of my cold and stabby because now I'm like, I've had real bad anxiety lately, and not that it's like a lot, a lot of followers, but I'm like, I will tweet something, and now my standards of what a tweet should be getting have completely changed. Right. In that if I had a tweet that got 50 likes before, I'd be like, this is great. But now I have been deleting tweets that have been getting 50 likes because I'm well, like, just silly. isn't that crazy? So it's it's in turn giving me this weird anxiety about like, oh, my God, am I good enough for these new people that are following me? And I'll be like retweeting some videos being like, you probably haven't seen this before and they'll like it, but not a lot of people like it. And I'm overthinking everything. So my cold stabbing is kind of myself this week. Right. I think in that I'm being too hard on myself and overthinking a lot of this bullshit. I mean, I want to tell you, I'm like, who fucking cares about that? Like you're insane, but I do the same thing maybe uh, to a different extent. Like, like with Instagram sometimes like I'll post something and I feel like I don't post a lot on my feed. I'll post on my stories a lot and I honestly don't pay attention to my stories, but I just post it cause it's fun and it goes away within 24 hours, but the feed feels permanent. Yes. So when I post, I hadn't posted something in like two weeks and I posted like this fucking cute ass, like photo of me as a kid for like TBT last week. And I got like barely any likes. I'm like, I have X amount of followers and like you know like four percent of my followers fucking like this i'm like what am i an ugly kid and then and i was like who cares i'm like just post what makes you happy yeah and today we made so a little side note um we so we brought all our wigs with us all of them uh (laughs) all of them to toronto because you know we never know what we're gonna film and then today we're in this fucking big ass cottage and i was like we haven't used any of the wigs to film. I'm like, we ought to use the wigs somehow because I didn't fucking cart them all over with us not to use them. I'm like, well, let's just wear wigs in the woods. Matt's like, yeah, wigs in the woods. So we're literally making a wigs in the woods thing. Yeah, we're making like a weird wigs in the woods because that's how I've learned to function is we're like, we started singing wigs in the woods. 
wigs in the woods. And I'm like, let's make a song. How many wigs wear, can you wear in the how woods? How many wigs can you wear in the woods? And we're like, let's make a, a fucking video right now where you wear every single wig in because the Because we were going to go for a walk anyway. And I'm like, well, why? And I'm like, wear why don't I just put a wig on and go in the woods anyway? And I'm like, yeah. at least it'll keep my fucking head warm. Yes. Where am I going with this? I oh, don't yeah. know. So, yeah. So, we went, we d- made the wigs in the woods thing. And then Matt had a fucking green screen hat thing or like a, a face mask. Yeah. And I put it on and then I was dancing around and it was so fucking stupid. And you made a video of it and watching it, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, this is so dumb. This makes me happy. I'm like, I'm just going to post this on Instagram. Why not? And it literally has like, like nobody cares. That's what I feel. I'm like, nobody gives a fucking shit's ass. And for once, it's not like, it's not me trying to like curate anything. It's just me being me and putting myself out there and who cares? So I was like, and then if people don't like it, who cares? As long as you like it. But I'm like, but I, but it's literally what this podcast is. It's me putting that out there and going, is this what you want? Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't think it, I don't think it is, but then I don't know. But it's tough. It's like, I would be like, oh, I should probably take a break from all this. But it's like right now it's all we actually have to, as an outlet. Yeah. Comedically. So it's tough that it, it is stressing me up, but I'll learn to deal with it. But because there's people that are like, I've seen friends of ours that are like, oh, I'm taking a big break off social media or they've deleted all social media, but they're already kind of celebrities and they're already doing fine. And I'm like, I'm not comfortable enough in my yeah. career to be like, I can just delete everything and like just live my life. Or it was people who were just never act that active on social yeah. media to begin with. And that wasn't their sort of like bread and butter and not that social media is our bread and butter but it's, I don't know it's contributing to successes in our life in some way it is but also contributing to anxiety so it's a it's a it's a seesaw balancing that's act. what social media is for everybody though I know so I don't know is this what you want do you want this podcast to be called two whinies have wine but the, this is literally the most on point and on like true to the name of our podcast we have been because we're literally asking and stressing about if this is what people want yes because that's the whole fucking thing you literally just explained i'll delete tweets because i'm not sure if it's what they want exactly so but it's but i also i have to learn to be uh because before this i just put something out i tweet something be like well this is who i am and if you don't like it you can get the hell out of here but now i'm like scared of these new people because I'm are just these, like these new people d- are aren't even giving a fucking shit. They don't give a shit. You. But I just feel so inclined to please people and ke- and get them on my side right now because no. you know that's it's, stupid. Um, All you have to do is please me, and yes. uh, you're good. Please my wife. Please my wife. Um, what if Borat came in here right now? Honestly, I always think about that because remember he met those <laughs> men and and then and came to their cabin in the woods. Yes. And live with them. Like, what if, oh God, if, first of all, if someone knocked on the door right now, I would probably have a heart attack. I would grab the piece of the microwave that makes the microwave shoot out and. Like, you don't understand how quiet it is, how dark it is, how in the middle of fucking nowhere we are. Yeah. It's uh, scary. I've had nightmares about people wandering around and uh, knocking on our door or like, it's a scary place to be out in the middle of nowhere. As much as they're like, it's relaxing, nice, quiet. You're like, well, there really is no one around. And if someone's around, that's a big problem. That's a bad person. Yeah. Um, 
I want. Anyway. I do want to see a big funky animal, though. I want to I see know. a moose. I want to see some fucking deer. I'll take a rabbit right now. I don't give a shit. I would love to see. A, we've seen rabbit tracks. We yeah. And we've been tracking. I will say the the chipmunks up here are pissed off that we're here. They hate it. We're there's a patch of ice that we have to shovel off to skate on, and it makes a bit of a scraping noise. And I was shoveling yesterday, and the, they were screaming at me, these squirrels and chipmunks. Just going like, crazy. Yeah. And like, then, we are the shitty neighbors to them. We exactly. came out here for quiet, and they're like, well, this is our home. Can you shut the yeah, fuck up? Yeah, they're like, up? I'm trying to record my sketch album in the tree. Yeah, I'm trying to record my <laughs> podcast. And all you're doing is shoveling and being yeah. so loud. And when we walked in the woods today, then I, you're like, oh, look at that little chipmunk up there. And then we just walked by, and he's like... <laughs> Like, hey, 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 just screaming at us the whole time. I was like, buddy. I'm but like, also, I said bad strategy for that chipmunk because, listen, I didn't even know you were there until you started screaming at us. Yeah. So you're going to get eaten soon. Do things eat chipmunks? There's probably hawks some, or something. Some must. I don't know. I, I wish there was a chart on like what ate what in the woods of Canada because I don't know who's eating who up here. No. Would you eat a chipmunk? No, no, no. If it was offered to you. No. You wouldn't have to kill it. No. Already cooked. No. In a sandwich covered in barbecue sauce. No. Not even that. I'm picturing literally just a full chipmunk between two pieces of bread. What about crushed into a fine powder, put in a pill? You have to swallow the pill. Why would I do this? (laughs) Chip. You wouldn't swallow a pill full of chipmunk dust? No. Unbelievable. How much money? It's like mm, 20 bucks. 20 bucks? 50 bucks? No. 150 no. bucks? I don't even know you anymore. Fuck, you're an idiot, man. Um, listen, listeners, if you want to crush a chipmunk into dust and Don't put even it in a say pill, that chippies are life and Send it to love. our podcast. I will I'll eat that fucking chipmunk pill. Listen, do we have any more fucking segments? Because apparently, you know what, guys? We're going to try not doing French movie titles. I don't know. We could if you wanted to, but I, the... We were looking up cabin. We looked in the up woods. cabin in the woods, and the French ones like Le cabin dans les woods. Yeah, it's like hut in the forest. It's like not funny or interesting yeah. ones. I don't know. It was a funny bit for a second, for a bit. It was fun. I feel and then like talking about cheese, that kind of went by the wayside. Talking about cheese went to the wayside. We got to think of a new bit. We could probably. Well, we had we had right the one now. bit that that uh, was called like what are we or what are we consuming? What are we consuming? What are you consuming this week? That'll waste enough enough time to take us into the end. Well, wait. <laughs> Let's waste enough time. We're consuming Fargo right now. We are. Fargo is fantastic. Fargo season three. Yes. One and two are great. Season three. Can't take my freaking eyes off of it. I think it's one of my favorites. Fargo home right now and watch it. You're already Fargo, home, you better don't. Fargo to your living room and Fargo to the remote and turn it on. And watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're consuming Fargo because, what, it takes place in, like, what, Minnesota? Minna fucking Minna Soda. and it's all cold and snowy there, and it's cold and snowy here. So it feels like kind of Canada. I, I feel like maybe we relate to it because it's a bit Canadian. Also, it's filmed in Canada, too. It's filmed yes, out in Alberta. In Alberta. Or Winnipeg. It's one of the two. Those are two big filming hotbeds, cold hotbeds of Canada. Um, so it's a very fun time, very artsy, very nice. Also, what I find about Fargo is there's always like strong, well-written females. Yes. Yes, there is. Yes, absolutely. Always. Very well done. And very just not, and not your typical, like when someone's like, I'm going to write a strong female character and like, it's so 
it's like how a man would write a strong female character. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I like It's it. also one of those shows where they have multiple directors and each episode kind of has a different vibe to it. And yeah. they like get artsy fartsy experimental with a lot of it. Really cool shots. Really cool shots. And I've, and I've learned that I'm the type of person that likes a good shot. I like, I don't know if I should have gone to film school or something, but I will like, I'll watch shows lately and I'll, be, I'll just be like, I, I'll say it to you. I'll be like, that's a beautiful shot. Like, look at that well, shot. Like there's the, the opening without giving anything away. The opening scene of Fargo, there's a scene obviously. And then there's a painting in the background and before they even started to zoom in, I was like, if the next shot turns into that painting, I'm going to shit. Yeah. And and then it did. <laughs> I literally said, I'm going to shit. And then it zoomed into the painting on the wall, which was a landscape. And the next shot was that exact landscape. Yes. And I shit. If I, it's like almost on my bucket list of things to do where it's like, if I can make a movie that is shot so f- interestingly and like creatively, I would love to do that. I would love to invoke that reaction in somebody where where I'm watching something being like just the shot, the 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 cinematography of it. And yeah. I'm just like already like, wow, this is beautiful kind of thing. I find that so interesting. And I would like to try to maybe do that with my little stupid videos. Well, that's the thing. As much as you make little comedy boom booms, like you could experiment and we could, I mean, I could help. We could try to make something like just like a really fun little artsy thing. I yeah. keep saying we should write a short. We should do something, something that we could submit to a film festival or maybe something out of our comfort zone. That's not necessarily me in a wig farting. We should, we should make something <laughs> completely different. I think I'm, maybe that's what will, maybe that's what we want stoke or, or, or extinguish my anxieties. To, to try something new and not have to be... Because I have, for over a decade of my life, tried to be the funniest person. Right. Do you know what I mean? And that is just a nightmare of an existence to uh, to wish on anyone. Yeah. Like, if you, the listener, have ever been like, try to be funny in the situation and it not work, oh my God, you're like, I'm never going to try to be funny again. Yeah. Like, it's just... And it's different being funny uh, for a profession because there's so many people we all know, like... I'm the funniest person around my friends. I'm like, good for fucking you. Yeah. But have you ever had to make a career out of it? No, it's different. And you know what's crazy? As much as people are like, comedians especially are like, I've been doing this while, like it doesn't even bother me at all anymore. Like who cares? We've been doing this while, still bothers us. Like it never stops bothering you, not being funny, or you're like, what type of funny am I right now? Or like those that feeling, I tweeted something the other day where I'm like, I don't even think that's funny, but other people think that's funny, which is a weird feeling. Yeah. Where you make something that other people are like, this is very funny, but you yourself are like, I do not think this is funny. I know that's weird. it's getting a good reaction. You feel kind of dirty in a way. It's very, I don't know. We have to deconstruct, uh, I have to deconstruct these feelings and emotions and vibes I'm going through. It's a lot of feelings. And and one closing note, and, and this isn't even, this is not a cold and stabby or anything. It's, how do I even phrase this? Like, please do with people always think, and that we've talked about this before that comedians need to be taken down a peg or that they're invincible or you can say anything to comedians. And yeah. if comedians are like, Whoa, why would you say that? They're like, why don't you have a sense of humor? Yeah. Like, can't you take a joke? You're a comedian. Oh, you can dish it, but you can't take it. 
but it's different because I'm telling we're telling jokes to the grand the general public unless it's like a roast which we don't do we're not yeah. sing, 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 singling, singling somebody out but like I got I got a, a cameo request that's fucking by the way I put my cameo on hold because you know we don't have good <laughs> wifi up here right now I can't yeah. even make them but um, I got a cameo request for someone's some guy wanted his, his for his wife maybe he listens to this podcast I don't fucking know he wanted uh, me to do a cameo for his wife for her birthday and his like message to me was like, Hey, uh, your impressions are terrible, but I love them. Anyway, can you do like, my (laughs) wife loves this. Can you do an impression of this or whatever? And I'm like, I'm like, does he genuinely, I'm like, is he just trying to make a joke? I think he's trying to be funny. Or does he, whatever. And then I was like, but then I, I'm like, maybe I can't take a joke. Maybe whatever. I'm like, but I'm like, I don't know this guy that got in your head enough. You know what I mean? Like that got in my head enough. And yeah. it's cause yeah, comedians very rarely are comedians like so secure with themselves. And the ones that are, are either very successful or very bad. Yes. Do you ever notice that? Oh, like yeah. the really confident comedians, they've either figured it out and they're very funny and very good or they're fucking delusional. Yes. Anyway. It's crazy. Also, Cameo has its own slew of problems. I charge yeah. fucking 20 bucks for a video and the Cameo takes 25%. I'm like, this is yes. worth Let it. Let me close this on my Cameo story. Because wow. I also got a Cameo request. Here, here it is. Christmas Eve night. Not the day. Like after 6 p.m. I get a Cameo request. And again, I don't know if you're a listener First of all, I'm happy if you're a fan. Thank you for the request. I turned it down because Christmas Eve night after 6 p.m. Like I said, it was the request was like, I got this fucking friend, Mike, and he's a piece of shit and he needs to fucking kill himself. And you need to tell him to off himself and kill himself right now. He's a piece of shit. Can you do that for me right now? (laughs) I'm like, no, I like looked at my phone. I don't even think you were around. I was like, it's Christmas. Of course I wasn't. You were at your family's house. That's right. And I was just like, so I was like, no, I like deactivated it. I'm like, what is going on with people? Like, just hi, it's Christmas Eve. Can you tell my piece of shit friend to kill himself? Also, there's so much death in the world right now. And you're like, "Eh, tell Mike to fucking kill himself. And it's like, I'll give you 20 bucks. I know. Also, that felt dirty, too, because a part of me is like, hey, money's money. I was like, no, no, turn it down. And I turned it down, and I was very nice about it. Anyway, if that was you, the listener, please continue to subscribe to our podcast. Do not comment. Uh, Here's the thing. What? If you, By the way, if you are a listener and you do like us in some capacity. Give me money. And there, and there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a video that you want us to do for your friends. You know what? Fuck Cameo because they take such a huge chunk. DM us privately and say like, hey, this is what I want. And uh, maybe we can do it. I'm not making any promises. Don't fucking insult us in your little fucking message, by the way. Wow. And and then you send us money directly and we'll make you the fucking video. It's an easy transaction. That could be our big move right now. All 20 listeners, if you send us <laughs> your requests. I'm just saying if you want to bypass Cameo, because I will say this quickly about Cameo. I got a request on Christmas Eve as well. <gasps> it's Christmas Eve day. And this girl's like, I know it's so last minute. She's like, it's my friend's birthday, on, which is now Christmas Eve. And it's always overshadowed by yeah. Christmas Eve. Um, can you just do like a quick impression for her wishing her happy birthday? Blah, 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 blah. 
And I said, sure. And I did it. And then after the fact, I saw how much I was making and I was like, and it was this like Apple fee as well. So I charged $20 for my cameos. Cameo takes 25%. And because it was booked through the app, the Cameo app, Apple takes another 30%. Crazy. So I made $11. <laughs> and like I, you know, I put makeup on, wig, whatever, character, like made the videos. It was for the work involved. I'm like, are you absolutely? It's crazy. It's just, it's just people keep fucking scamming the artist and, yep. and, and profiting off them. The fact that Cameo takes 25% and then Apple takes another 30. Yes. Suck my dick. It's so if you, if you want us, maybe contact me directly. Yes. It's the same thing with fucking Uber Eats and all that. Order from the restaurant directly if you can, man. Pick yeah, up. Dog. Tip well. So that's the show, everybody. <laughs> uh, we're going to get out of here. Julia's going to fight the dining room table on the front lawn. Yeah. Uh, Matt's going to fucking chuck a microwave at a goddamn squirrel. I'm, I'm going to chuck a microwave no, at not. a squirrel. Uh, we're going to get all of what can we you can. Can you imagine you chucked a microwave at a squirrel and it just caught it in its hands and, uh, it was, and then hurled it back amazing. at you? I would bend a knee and I'd be like, my liege. Yeah, the squirrel and, would uh, own us. Yes, I would. that would be my king. That is how you become a king these days. If you chuck a microwave at someone and they catch it, my liege. You my bend, liege. You bend the knee to the microwave catcher, wouldn't you? Thank you for listening <laughs> to whatever the hell this is. Matt, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter, and I have huge anxieties about it. And I'm scratching myself quite aggressively. Your fucking hoodie is over your stomach and your gut's hanging out and you're just scratching your nuts. The (laughs) pandemic has been unkind to the male body. (laughs) What can they find you? Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Julia Comedy. Good. Uh, You can check on my blog. I've Uh, got the runs uh, um, and uh, eat this and shut up. Do it. I haven't done my food blog in a while, but I'm, I'm keeping on top of my running blog. Thank you for listening, everyone. Is Running block. Is this what you want? I hope it was. DM us. Give us money.